Hi guys, good afternoon and welcome to the resource costs. It is Friday, the 13th of March, not a particularly auspicious day and not a particularly great day for the world. Uh, I'm sitting, I'm with Lucas again today. Uh, he's on the other side of a Zoom call right now. Hi, Lucas. Hi, hi. We self-quarantining the corona. This is the corona episode. Yeah, exactly. This is our uh, a quick episode on the coronavirus. It's a little mini episode that we're just trying to get out as quickly as possible. And as such, we thought it would be appropriate that we're using Zoom, which I think is going to see a lot more use over the next few weeks. Yeah, that and Skype and Google Hangouts and every other remote. Slack and... Done. Slack and everything's going to go like the, what we what we're wanting to do is probably make this episode a li little less doom and gloom and take advantage of a crisis and start jacking up the way you work because even if when this passes that having the, the all the the tips and the the infrastructure set in set up for working remotely yeah I, I think it'll be helpful and I think there's a couple of big provisors we need to put out front here and uh, number one is that the coronavirus COVID-19 situation is obviously huge across the world already, but it's just kind of starting to get going in the zeitgeist in South Africa right now. I feel like yesterday, I don't know about you, Luke, but for me, yesterday was like this weird watershed where suddenly everyone started talking about it. It, it coincided with Trump announcing the travel ban between Europe and America. Uh, there were a few things and that Boris. happened internationally. Boris. Oh, yes, Yeltsin yeah, as well. Uh, uh, not Yeltsin, yeah, he, sorry. He had, a, um, uh, he had uh, the Prime Minister of um, Britain had the same conversation, he, a very candid conversation mm. at, a, at a press conference about what was going to happen, which was actually quite terrifying and calming at the same time. Yeah, so, in your, yeah, so the upshot of it was that um, suddenly everyone was talking about coronavirus. When I, I went to the gym yesterday, and every conversation was about it. So it's obviously, it's a huge thing. And one thing we want to make clear right from the get-go is that we are not going to be talking about the greater kind of implications of the virus. We're not going to be talking about numbers or how it's spreading or what to do about it in terms of, you know, washing your hands and, and whether whether the, the furor over it is justified or not, because there's a lot of disagreement over whether people are making a storm in a teacup or whether it's, it's a time, the right time to panic and change your lifestyle. We're going to focus purely on how the virus might affect your life as a freelancer in the creative industry in South Africa and some possible ways to, to keep working, to, to keep things running throughout this experience and kind of, as Lucas said, make the most of it. What we've done is that we've read quite a lot of articles coming out of America and England and other places about how the virus is already going to be affecting uh, freelancers over that side. And uh, I do a proviso of my own. Yes, of course. Yeah. If you don't mind, John. John did all the research on this. I'm going to piggyback on it and ignorantly go, oh, wow, that's amazing. So credit where credit's due. I accidentally went down the conspiracy rabbit hole while doing my research. So I might say crazy things during this thing. Right. But it's, it is quite amazing how much misinformation is out there or double-sided information. And some people are saying be worried and some people aren't. So like and I, and I and and like John said respectfully, I think if we keep it down, if we if we worry about our little side of the world and the way we do business, let, let's just talk about those as subjects for now. As we're saying, we're just talking about freelancing. The situation is continually changing, and we're going to be talking on the uh, on the resource creative forum and in other areas to to freelancers constantly and getting updates on their businesses. And we'll we'll try and kind of 
we'll probably do at least another one or two episodes where we just update and see what's actually happening. Because right now it's so hard to tell. It's such early days. Mm-hmm. There are some, maybe some broad assumptions we can maybe guess at. The first is that on a physical level, I think that freelancers probably stand to be less affected by COVID-19 than people who are working full-time. That's fairly obvious. They're already socially distanced. A lot of us are introverted cat people who are working at home from our offices. Already there, we are not spending a lot of time in close contact with lots of people. Permalancers who are working within companies might be asked to work from home along with the rest of the full-time staff. There might be a lot more telecommuting and working from home. But as businesses feel the hurt, freelancers might be unfortunate suppliers downstream who get their budgets cut because a lot of our clients are going to feel the pinch and are going into panic mode and freelancers will probably start feeling that pain just like everyone else. I guess if you're in certain, in certain areas, but like uh, not all areas, like I I guess you like you guys are feeling it already on the travel and tourism side. Yeah. uh, So my kind of the family business on, on my side is in travel and, and in fact, my, my wife's business is in eventing and uh, mostly corporate events, that kind of thing. And so far, travel and eventing are, everyone I know in them is, is, <laughs> is scared. Um, what, what else, what other kind of uh, categories can we see cuts from, Lucas? I had a meeting with a friend of mine who's a director and, and I can already, you can just imagine now film production companies coming down the entertainment industry because if people are shooting they're not if they want to get we then it's usually european european companies and american companies that come and shoot in cape town or joburg because the rand is competitive it's i think they're going to get a they're going to get a knock if if that if this doesn't um, pass quickly but that being said i think it was on a decline anyway maybe there is a Oh, I think it's just such a sad, sad because you you know they're going to cancel stuff, and I wonder in the in the world of negotiations if people are going to start claiming that cancellation fee. Because think about the relationships now. So let's let's mm. say an event gets cancelled. Do you prep for the the inevitable cancellation, or and do you say okay, I'll waive that, but let's chat again when it comes right, or do you take advantage of that cancellation fee now, and hopefully you do have it in your contract, which is an interesting dynamic. Absolutely. I think that's going to be one of the key points for a lot of uh, industries in general, and but creatives in particular, is if you've done a lot of work for an event, especially that's coming up or any kind of project that might get cancelled because of coronavirus, you have invested that work and it might get cancelled on you. And now the question becomes cancellation fees, which, you know, as Lucas was saying, Hopefully you have uh, some kinds of terms and conditions for your cost estimates and quotes so that you can claim those. But I do feel with everyone in this kind of the same boat and the, and the, the overarching idea that this is a force of God, if you want to put it that way. Um, force of God, jeez. Well, what's it called? It's um, like that. Act like of God. Act of God. It's like the act of God. insurance. Force of nature, act of God. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Force majeure, I think, is the technical term. But um, Plus the fuck because, is what you can also call it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, because of that, I think there might be a lot of people who are going to say, no, we're not paying that. Our business is in, in enough trouble as it is. And if we're important enough to you as a client, then you won't charge that. So you'll lose us as a client if you do charge us that. Uh, I don't know how much of that's going to go around, 
but I think you'll have to evaluate evaluate it on a case by case basis. And yeah, yeah I, I hope you don't deal with that, but could happen. There might be an upshot that lawyers are going to make money out of this. Yeah, absolutely. Which is usually what they make. They make money out of everything. Yeah, it's true. So as you say, as we've said, travel, eventing, direct production. I actually had an interesting conversation with a creative director at Moonsport Productions, which is linked to Moonlighting Productions. It's one of the largest production houses in here in Cape Town. They do a lot of international movies, things like uh, they worked on Avengers, that kind of stuff. And Shout um, out to Moonsport. I'm also going to start like punting, like promoting clients. This is great. No, John, taking advantage <laughs> again. Hey, I, no, no, no. I, this is not an advert. This is me uh, establishing credentials. Oh, okay, cool. No. So I, I got Shout in touch out. with, <laughs> I got in touch with these guys to have a, a chat about their um, thoughts and what would happen to the production industry in Cape Town, and um, and they said there's definitely they've had some cancellations, but they're focusing on the positive and finding solutions, and it's quite interesting that as a quite a digitally focused company. What Moonsport have developed is a, uh, a digital version of the, the production gazebo or the director's gazebo so that they can still shoot an ad in South Africa with clients online, essentially watching in a Skype-like system, watching the production through the, uh, the director's, through the camera and through the director's eyes kind of thing. All right. So, That's cool. Yeah. And that kind so it's of like thinking, that AV, what do they call it? AV city or, uh, yes. yeah. Yeah, VT, they've, they've sorry. Village, VT Village or whatever VT they, Village. Silly names so they've got for it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, it makes okay. sense. I, I just imagine that now complete, let's complete the circle and it's not just one, one camera view and the director's wearing a GoPro um, and you have an avatar that says, walk, walk, walk to the craft um, table. I want to see what's, <laughs> what's, what's on the table. Shout out to Arrested Development for that brilliant idea. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Oh, geez, my bad. When uh, Bluth Senior is in prison, so he hires a guy to wear a camera and walk around and interact with his family. Well, let's do that. I wonder, again, upshot of now there's going to be avatars walking around. Yeah, um, so there could be possible work in that. Mm. I'll be posting some jobs for interns with, uh, with no salary mentioned on the resource soon. Uh, yeah, travel, eventing, uh, production, restaurants, bars, clubs, social gathering areas, hospitality and hotels, entertainment. So we're talking stage plays. We're talking anyone in a kind of a, if you're in a band, if you're in a performance situation. Um, yeah, look, I, I was in an Uber today and, and I asked the Uber, so how's business? And he says, but like you always get very Did you just refer to the driver said, as Uber? The Uber driver? Oh, I thought I said, what did and I, I asked Uber. <laughs> Did I? Okay, I didn't. Well, is it that bad? I asked the Uber driver. Um, uh, that, that's so bad. It must be. So I asked Uber, <laughs> Uber drone four three one. So I asked the Uber driver, and he said, "Like, yeah, no, tonight should pick up because it's a Friday. It's clubs are going to be full." I'm like, "Uh, are they oh, wow. though?" <laughs> yeah. Um, let's let's see because you don't think about like the. the they're trying to ban um, events bigger than 10 people at a time. Is um, it 100 in, or in 10? Europe, I think it's 10. Oh, wow. <laughs> they're okay. trying to stop these things. So imagine, because mm. uh, uh, the stats were ridiculous. And, and this helped me out here with the stats because uh, my girlfriend read me something. So again, third-hand um, information that it, Germany predicted like a million deaths. So in a, in a country that's got 60 million people, that's 
that stat is very high. So you can't have like if you think about it, that's 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 yeah. too much. So in a hundred people, that oh my goodness, so I, I'm doing what we shouldn't do is go and talk about the numbers. But imagine that in a club. Of course, absolutely. Um, I think look, it might be because Germany has an age population, but uh, the thing is that there's a lot of disagreements over what the what the kind of if you want the kill rate of coronavirus is and it's anywhere between you know people quote numbers up to three percent but down to 0.4 percent but when you look at scale at a country like america which is 350 million people or whatever it is even you know one percent or a percentage of that is more than a million people so yeah it's it's not just a flu it is more serious than just a flu um okay so if you're a photographer um especially if you're covering events you're probably going to feel the effects of this um, since a lot of a lot of photographers are being hired for for weddings for eventing for um, shoots that you know need a fairly large number of people yeah uh, it's, it's interesting how you because you always cover um, eventing is such a broad thing like the wedding mm. industry mm. <laughs> people flying in from overseas for weddings flying out for weddings it's like it's going to affect yeah. a lot of people so yeah but in and it's, uh, and yeah, the photographer. Shame. But the, whoever designed the invites, take the money and run. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should have been already been paid. Mm. But uh, yeah, and a wedding is something, is an event where you specifically hug and kiss and get close to people. So yeah, yeah. don't go to any weddings. Mm. Um, <laughs> look, at the, it, re, it remains to be seen how South Africans will react to the situation. A lot of them might take the, you know, screw it, uh, and the kind of direction, and maybe maybe the clubs are full tonight. But let's let's mm. stay on the freelance side here. We've already talked about having work cancelled and having a, a cancellation fee in your contract. You might over the next few months, it'll be interesting to see what happens with with work in general as more and more people work from home and telecommute essentially. So we're not sure how that's going to affect our current population of creatives or our freelancers yet. Will businesses have to make cutbacks to the point that people get retrenched and then they become freelancers and flood the markets? Or it might be that more and more people work from home and then when the when the panic is over, they just kind of don't go back. There might be a, a, a slow migration into working from home. That will be a positive thing that will come out of this is that people do go, oh, wait, we don't, uh, businesses will look at it and go like as well, like, uh, oh, I don't need to pay for all this office floor space. We managed for a couple of weeks to all work remotely and it didn't affect pr- pr- productivity. So it might be good. Yeah. And that would be, I think, good for the, first of all, for the traffic situation and just for the general well-being. I, I think working from home in general is healthier than, yeah. you know, an hour and a half of traffic each way and all that stuff. Another so, thing that that's, that that is important was, um, I suppose, communication with clients. The idea is to find, like, don't speculate, have a chat, communicate, see what they need, all those yeah. th- that type of things. Engage. I think like we're, the, the the panic will probably be less once you understand what your clients' problems are, and they can yeah. understand what your problems are. Yeah, and make it clear that you have the technology and the knowledge to to be able to work effectively despite the situation. So, you know, offer up those those solutions of, you know, we can meet over Skype or Zoom. We can do a Google Hangout for a brainstorm. We can use uh, uh, Slack and WhatsApp groups, especially if your client isn't particularly tech savvy. Help give them the solutions to work through this. 
Another kind of interesting solution that I, I picked up on online was uh, buddying up. So if you're worried about not being able to work, because the truth is that of everyone listening here, some of us are probably going to catch this thing. And whether you get the very kind of light symptomatic version of it, where it's just like a, a cold or a flu, or whether you're incapacitated by it. And a lot of advice seems to be that if you if you get it and you're not in a life-threatening situation, then staying at home is as good as staying in a hospital. Then connect with other creatives if in I your field. If I can quickly just share an yeah. anecdote quickly. So I'm, yeah. I, I, I work with, a, I think the guy, I think, the, well, the guy's based in Israel, um, a 3D animator guy. And I, so on Skype, I connect with him because I, I give him a monthly brief for characters that I need. And I started it up. I hope you're um, healthy and Corona free. Here's the next brief. And he sends back, actually, I'm at home and I'm not feeling well. It's not Corona, oh, but I'm off for two weeks. I was like, ah, so the humor, because <laughs> I think <laughs> it's I, me trying to be courteous, but still having a little bit of a joke in there. Yeah. Yep. Um, belly, belly flopped a little bit for me there. So I was like, oh, sorry, this is awkward. Sorry, my bad. Not that he had Corona, but it's all of a sudden it struck very close, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And all of the memes we've been seeing flying around over Corona, keeping it light, might suddenly seem very inappropriate even a few weeks when someone we know has it or we have it. So, but I think. Overall, my personal view is that rather have a joke about it, even if it is a serious situation, because the alternative is just giving into despair, you know? Yeah, it's still, I still felt a little bit bad afterwards. I don't know. But yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Yeah. All the cancer jokes I make about you are already going to come back to bite me. You know, if one you day, a, when you, one when day. you get it, <laughs> <laughs> one day when I get it, or when you're 90. So I, and you, what it does is it just gives me license to make fun of you. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm -mm. Um, as I was saying, um, that was a terrible laugh. Mm. Yeah, it's because I want to get back to the point. So buddying up. Okay. So find others with similar skill sets and come to an agreement on how to work together and substitute for each other. Even if you don't need someone else to step in for work responsibilities, budding up with others if you're isolated helps accountability, loneliness, and feedback. So yeah, just club together with the people you know. If you get sick or if they get sick, we've got a great community. Just reach out and say, uh, I need a little bit of help with this job pass work around and support each other because things are about to get tight. Hopefully it doesn't, but in case it does. On a topic that we are not obviously experts on, I had a conversation with the amusingly named Brent Koch, who is a uh, financial advisor and the owner of a company called Flagstone. I called him to find out about what the implications are of, of coronavirus on things like income protection and health insurance. So his response was that Every, different, every insurer is going to have a different approach, but broadly, coronavirus is going to be treated just like any other disease. If you have to go to hospital for it, you should be covered. Um, income protection is going to be on a more kind of a case-by-case -case basis. So taking, sorry to interrupt, John, taking mm -hmm. advantage of a crisis is a great opportunity to go and take care of the, the paperwork, to, to look into the stuff. With my health issues, it was when you're healthy, like dread disease and health and income protection, all that stuff, because you don't think about it. You actually don't worry about it. A lot yeah. of employers, if you are working in an agency or you're working with someone, do have these products. So have a chat with your HR or just to go and just give it a once over if I can give any advice. Because even if, even if it isn't about Corona, it's good to be on top of this stuff. Yeah. And one thing that often gets missed in this kind of thing is gap cover. So check that you got that running, whether it's affected by coronavirus or not. 
we're definitely going to do a couple of episodes on insurance and finance. We're not saying run out and, and get stuff. every product that Discovery or <laughs> whoever is selling. It's no. Just go and have a look at it and see what you need. Or, yeah, and see what you have, yeah. So when it comes to day-to-day life and how to react to this whole situation, the path that I'm kind of aiming for is reasonable caution. So not being too reckless, but not going, not getting caught up in that hysteria, raiding stores for all their hand sanitizer, fighting over face masks and all that kind of thing. How about you? But if I can add in there, then, but if you are going to raid the store and fight, fight someone for toilet paper or whatever that goes along, film yourself doing it. Because just to add to the entertainment that is happening online, it seems there it seems the the viral videos at the moment are people freaking out. It is very entertaining to watch. So make a couple of bucks while you're doing it. Get get those views up. It's good content. Yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Great content. It's got <laughs> to always got to be on the game. You know, you've got to be on it even in a crisis. Uh, have you you mentioned to me that people are actually having full on fistfights over supplies? I imagine this is happening in America well, it's, in Walmart. It's it's an, it's an it's American viral videos. There was literally like two grannies or granny fighting this lady for toilet paper. It's yeah, it, it, the Amer- American news is very good at this type of stuff and and promoting it. And 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 the internet is a. So I have a love-hate relationship with anything viral because it's the it's the good side of humanity and the bad side of humanity coming out. And this panic is is, is such fertile ground for all that. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm just going to leave leave aside the fact that we're talking about viral video and a virus at the same time. We're not going to make jokes about that. John wants me to mention that we are going to do another episode uh, on uh, working from home and being productive in that time and things like taking breaks. I'm particularly bad at taking breaks. I find myself getting obsessed and my girlfriend has to tell me to take a break. So we'll, we'll cover that kind of working from home stuff. And then uh, one last resource that I could uh, leave you with is a website called leapers.co. That's L-E-A-P-E-R-S.co. They've got a guide to working well from home while under quarantine. So I think in this case, they're talking about under quarantine because you actually have the virus. But if you're self-isolating and you could use a little bit of, of advice, especially on the, the psychological side of, of being quarantined, then uh, leapers.co has got a pretty good little guide on that. Uh, no, just on that, if, if people have used Leapers um, uh, or Fiverr, um, what was the other site that we spoke about? Upwork. It was just a, an Upwork. If um, if anybody's been t- done work on these platforms, let us know and what your experience was and if it's viable. Yeah, and if you're seeing a reaction uh, on those platforms due to coronavirus, but uh, yeah, I think we'll also. I think I spotted a post on the forum about Upwork, and it, it kind of got into Fiverr and all that. And that's another interesting topic that I'd like to get into because I've never done work for those platforms, and uh, I'm quite in- interested to see if it's if it's worth getting involved in. But yeah, that's it for this little coronavirus mini episode. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, thanks, Don't Luke, touch your face. Don't, touch, Don't your touch your face. face. Don't stop it. Don't touch Don't. your face. Uh, 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 no. Don't. Did Don't you just, do it. You just oh, touch your face. You, you just touch your face. Oh, well, we do what we can. Yeah. Right. We'll chat to you Stay again. Stay safe. Stay safe. Bye.